there. Welcome to another episode of Nigeria Daily. My name is Martia Umar. Nigerians are still reacting to the lifting of the ban on Twitter by the federal government after 222 days and an economic losses of about 546.5 billion naira. The federal government has finally, finally lifted the ban on Twitter operations imposed on June 5, 2021, citing the persistent use of the platform for activities that are capable of undermining Nigeria's corporate existence. The suspension came days after the microblogging platform deleted a tweet making reference to the Nigerian civil war posted by President Muhammadu Buhari. To some, Twitter is just a place people send messages to one another, or even vent and then air opinions. But to some individuals, it means so much more than that. Adasa Ofem is one of such Nigerians to whom Twitter means so much too. She is an entrepreneur that uses the platform to advertise and sell her products. And she explains to us how the ban affected her business. Hello everyone, my name is Adasa. I am a food vendor. So basically my market audience is Twitter. I sell on Twitter. Um, how has Twitter ban affected my business? Yeah, in so many ways. Uh, the engagement, when the ban was there, the engagement I get on Twitter or on my business post wasn't there like before because a lot of people left and a lot of people find the VPN stressful. You, know, you can't keep turning on and turning off your VPN just to access Twitter. And it affected me in, in terms of sales because I am not online or my VPN is not turned on. I get to miss sales for that day. It's either I miss a customer sending a DM or a customer has sent a DM, but I get to respond late because the customer is practically tired of waiting to get a late response. And uh, secondly, will the lifting of this ban make any difference to my business? Yeah, I think so, although I still feel weird that um, the ban has been lifted. I've been so used to using VPN, like accessing my Twitter account via VPN. So um, with the lifting of the ban, a lot of people have been excited that Twitter is back. However, I think we are just trying to figure out if it's real, if it's really happening or if, yeah, they will ban it again. But we all know politics has evolved so we actually make a difference to my business because more people will be able to access twitter now without the use of vpn our businesses will go out there and it will reach a wider audience the story of og is not so different from that of adasa my name is og i am the founder of og capital we're a microfinance company and we provide financing to people who are at the bottom of the microcredit pyramid. We also allow ordinary people to make investments in micro businesses. As someone who operates a microfinance company, we work with people who are traders, petty traders, people who sell products. And a lot of these people rely on social media to promote their products. Uh, they rely on social media to market it. So the ban on Twitter basically reduced uh, their visibility. It made it a lot more difficult for them to reach their targeted audience. So what that means is when these people can't actually sell their markets, when they can't make money by reaching people and selling products to them, it makes them unable to repay debts 
it makes life a little difficult for them and in turn makes life difficult for me because we are financing these people who are trying to make a living uh, off social media and other marketing uh, you know, uh, environment. So the Twitter ban was actually destructive to a lot of people who sell, sell stuff. And the truth is, the majority of Nigerians are employed in the informal sector that relies very much on uh, marketing on these platforms. So yes, it was detrimental. And uh, the truth is, the effects can actually be felt till now. Um, I know the Twitter ban, the ban on Twitter has been lifted. You know, uh, many people have actually sought other ways to market their products. Uh, it's never going to be the same anymore. To take some time, you know, for people to find normalcy. It wasn't really nice. Those were the voices of some young Nigerians whose businesses were affected as a result of Twitter ban in Nigeria. First, it was Adasa, then Ochi. You're still listening to Nigeria Daily from Daily Trust. We'll go on a break, but we'll be back shortly. Just stay with us. It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's the bearing. A podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash daily trust. On Twitter at twitter.com forward slash daily trust. And on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash daily trust. To listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. Welcome back to Nigeria Daily, a podcast from Daily Trust. And in this episode, we are discussing the lifting of the ban on Twitter. Before the break, a young Nigerian entrepreneur explained to us how the ban on Twitter greatly affected her business. Now you may be wondering, how many Nigerians use Twitter? A 2021 digital report of Hootsuite estimated that Nigeria has 33 million active social media users. In the report, Twitter is ranked as the country's sixth most used platform behind WhatsApp, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook Messenger. The report also noted that a Twitter advert in Nigeria has a potential audience of 3.5 million people. And according to Netblocks, cost of shutdown cost Nigeria about 104.2 million naira every hour the ban, bringing the daily losses to 2.46 billion naira. And now that the ban has been lifted, what do Nigerians think about the lifting of the ban? Some Nigerians react. Good day, my name is Ose Aneni. The lifting of the ban by the federal government is, I think, one more cynical ploy by this government to try to retain power. Uh, I say this because I believe the only reason the ban has been lifted is because it ironically shut out um, the voices of the government and government apologists in most of the online conversations Nigerians were having. I think uh, we are firmly in campaign season. And as we have seen, um, government accounts and supporters of the government rushed to Twitter to start um, pushing you know, narratives in support of the government already in the few hours that the ban has been lifted. I think we can expect to see um, a lot more engagement or attempts to engage with the populace by the government um, as we roll further and further into election season. 
I feel very happy. I feel I feel I feel fantabulous because like now we're going to be the real like you cheetah, you know that vibe. I really miss that vibe, that sweet. I feel very happy, honestly. I feel very, very happy. That's just it. Um my thoughts on the lifting of the ban is long overdue. The ban was completely unnecessary. And um for whatever thing the government may have attempted to achieve, I don't think they achieved it. But what's most important here is um, is a welcoming development, even if it is long overdue, because so many businesses, smaller businesses that thrive online, actually uh, suffered a lot when Twitter was banned. Those were the voices of some Nigerians reacting to the lifting of Twitter ban. Anthony Ehilabo is a social media analyst and he speaks on the matter. Thank you very much for having me. And I think and no one can underscore the importance of Twitter to Nigeria. I was just making a post just now. And I realized that um, almost everything, every news beat that comes out hits Twitter first. I mean, it's always there. It doesn't even matter whether it's an Instagram video that came out. It comes to Twitter and it's, I think it's just the quality of conversations around it, the kind of people, the depth of feel, the personalities. Twitter is for some people, a means of them selling their wares, their services. And for young people who have not been employed, trying to um, earn a living, Twitter was a source of living. Some of them were social media influencers. They helped brands push uh, the, 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 the brand focus, the kind of marketing they want to do if it's influencer-driven. They helped to perform this task of discussing products, discussing um, people's services as well. That was taken away from people without an alternative. They said, go to Cook. Who wasn't even? I mean, they're all back. The conversation cannot happen on, on a platform people and do not feel that it's free, that they have willingly chose to be on. Personally, think that the ban was ill-advised. Um, when it happened, um, it, it had been because the president's tweet had been taken down. And, and wrongly, uh, the presidency felt that it was a Twitter thing, whereas it was Nigerians, it was people who felt the president's tweet was offensive. Now, has that tweet been restored? No, that tweet hasn't been restored. And, and what was the essence of banning Twitter? It, it, it took us back to the days of Idi Amin and Abata, where people's free will was take, arbitrarily taken away from them. And this has become what the man, General Muhammadu Buhari, has become. He has become someone whose his days are marked by infringement of fundamental human rights, fundamental freedoms. As part of the lifting, the, as part of the lifting of the ban, uh, I think that it's, uh, well, maybe they realize that we're in campaign season, as most people have alluded, and they know that Twitter shifts. In fact, the, 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 the federal government removed itself from the conversation. We're no longer getting um, the fast COVID updates. It was more hurting itself. CBN wasn't able to give updates about um, its, its interventions in the money market and all of that. People were not able to get updates because Twitter, like I said, is the fastest means of communication today. And it is where conversations are either shaped. I mean, they have a trends map which tells you what people are discussing, tends to shape the narrative. And the international community picks up off Twitter because the responses are directly to their hand. I think um, what we're seeing with the Lifting of the man is a victory for the Nigerian people and that their freedoms have been restored to them, never to be taken away again. That was Anthony Ehilabo, a social media analyst. How has the ban affected Nigerians and what does this lift on the ban mean for Nigeria? Mylan Kabir Said is a public affairs analyst and he speaks with us. 
My name is um, Kabiru Saidu Dakata, and I'm the Executive Director of Center for Awareness on Justice and Accountability, Kaja. We should not forget uh, the fact that the banning on its initial stage has caused a lot of um, damage to our economy, uh, to the people, especially those with online-related businesses who have suffered a serious setback in the, in their businesses and at the same time the burning came at a time when the whole world is moving towards embracing online uh, ways wanted to regulate this social media space and it did not succeed there was a time that even a bill was presented to the senate but activists like us uh, opposed it because for us it was an attempt to weaken the power of the of the opposition and the critics who criticize unfavorable government policies. So the government did not succeed at that stage. So banning of Twitter can be an indirect way of regulating the, the social media space, even though it's just one platform among many. But that will send a signal to other platforms, Facebook, TikTok, WhatsApp and other social media platforms not to attempt to play with the federal government. And number two, the conditions given by the federal government, which has which have been accepted by, by, by the Twitter company, can influence economic gain. For instance, through revenue generation, you know, because uh, some of the conditions include uh, having an office in Nigeria, then the company will be paying tax and a lot of things. And number three, this can weaken the power of the opposition and the critics of the government because now Twitter cannot allow everything that will not be uh, welcomed by the federal government to go on its platform. So if they see something that can cause another trouble, I'm sure the, 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 the Twitter can uh, not allow that, that to fly. That was a public affairs analyst, Malan Kabir Said. All efforts to get the federal government to react to the matter proved abortive. But that brings us to the end of this episode of Nigeria Daily. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices were heard on the show, we want to say thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production. And remember, it is open for sponsorship and advert placement. You can download this and other episodes on dailytrust.com and on buzzsprout.com. You can also listen in on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, NAS FM 89.9, Yola. And if you're in Jazz, you can listen on Unity FM 93.3, Jazz. If you have questions or comments or intend to sponsor Nigeria Daily, send us a message via WhatsApp on 938 9333390. Thank you so much for listening. I am Martia Umar. Bye for now. <music>